You're listening to episode 12 of the Hair Chair Boss podcast. We might be seeing the light at the end of the COVID-19 tunnel. I sure hope so. There are a few states that are allowing salon doors to open up. And if you're like most hairstylists around the world, you have very mixed feelings and emotions about this. In fact, you've been dealing with mixed feelings and your emotions running amok pretty much from the start. And you've been through a roller coaster of ups and downs for at least two months. That's a lot to be dealing with. And for weeks now, there's been a lot of conversation amongst hairstylists and different forums that I'm in, that you're in. And there has started to be a divide between stylists on quite a few different topics. For instance, there's those who feel that sending color kits is a good idea. Some who feel it isn't. Some who feel they should help their clients figure out box color and some who don't. And now that there's some states that are allowing salon and barbershops to open, there's some stylists who feel it's too soon and there's too much of a risk, it's not safe, and some who are ready, willing, and able to get back behind the chair. And here's the thing, wherever you stand, no matter what side of the fence you're on, no matter what side of the conversation you're on, your feelings are totally valid, 100%. And you know why? Because they're your feelings. What I mean when I say your feelings are valid, it's that they're justified because they're based on your current thoughts, your interpretations and your perception. And if you're like most everyone on the planet, you don't wanna be told that you shouldn't feel a certain way, right? Especially when you're in the heat of the moment with your feelings and your emotions. The last thing you wanna be told is that you shouldn't feel this way. And to make matters worse, they now wanna tell you how you should feel. Oh boy, stand back when that happens, right? And at this point, you are not in a state of mind to hear anyone out and you will either react, most likely not in the best way, or you'll tune them out. Am I spot on? (laughs) And by now you might be asking yourself, why are you talking to me about this? Or how is this relevant to me stepping back behind the chair? Well, because it might be the right time to let go a lot of those feelings and emotions that you've been experiencing for the last two months because they simply may not be serving you any longer. And they could very well be keeping you from stepping back into the salon, being the best version of you, having a healthy attitude and a healthy and happier mindset. And in today's episode, I'll be giving you some insight on why it's a good idea to release these emotions and these feelings that have been with you. You've been pondering them, you might be dwelling on them, and... I'm going to give you an easy way to make it happen. And here's a spoiler alert. This topic is not a business skill. It's a life skill. So stay tuned. If you're like most hairstylists, you got into this industry because you're the creative type and you love to make people look their best because you know how it makes them feel on the inside. And you transition to booth rent or you aspire to because freedom is super important to you. But it seems that freedom is coming at a price and your business is not exactly where you want it to be, especially financially. You're doing social media for exposure and you're watching YouTube videos to perfect your skills, but it's not getting you enough clients in your chair. 
And what would contribute the absolute most to your success as a hairstylist is to first work on you from the inside out because the most important asset in your business is you. And when you take an inside out approach to the fabulous business you wanna create, you will soon discover your inner hair chair boss and finally have real, sustainable, lifelong wealth, happiness, and abundance in your life. I'm Angelina Campos, and this is the Hair Chair Boss Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I have not had to face going back into the salon and get behind the chair. I'm in Hawaii and we're still closed up until the end of May. Right now it's May 2nd <laughs> and I'm only behind the chair every four weeks. So my exposure is much, much less than most hairstylists and I get that. And I'm going to share a quick story because it's the reason why I did an impromptu Instagram video the other day and it's the inspiration for this episode. So the other day I had to go to the dentist for a somewhat urgent same day appointment and I was suddenly faced with the reality that after seven weeks of distancing and seeing hardly anyone during that time, I was now going to have to go to the dentist who's going to be in my face and not just him, but his assistant. They're both going to be in my face. They can wear masks, but I can't. And my husband, Robert, who's an airline pilot, got called back into work. And I was really concerned about him too. They're in this small cockpit together. They can't be six feet apart. So social distancing is impossible. And admittedly, I've been in my own bubble for two months. And when I was face to face with this reality of Robert and I needing to be around people, it was a little unsettling. And I really felt for you and my heart goes out to you because if you're like most hairstylists around the world, the decision on whether or not to go back to business hasn't been an easy one. And even if you're excited to see your clients, you miss getting your hands in their hair and you just can't wait to get your creative juices flowing and making some money, honey, you still have concerns because there are a lot of unknowns. And I'm not one to be panicky and I don't live in fear. I mean, I would rather <laughs> just not be in fear. So I, I am in kind of my own little bubble. And if you're a stylist who feels like there's no way you're stepping foot back into the salon until the coast is really clear that's just not worth it for you, I'm sure you have a lot of concerns too. And I've seen and I've read and I've heard many sides of this same conversation just have you just as you have, especially if you've been in or if you belong to a lot of the forums for hairstylists or beauty industry professionals. You have seen a lot of the conversation. You may even be part of some of those conversations. And like I said earlier in the episode's preview, you have been on a roller coaster ride of emotions. And it's been so much out of your control. And that in itself is unnerving. And if you're chatting with a lot of other hairstylists, you know, you've 
probably heard a lot of different opinions and shared your thoughts and heard their thoughts and feelings and emotions and seen people react and respond. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion going on, as you know. So much more than I've ever seen in the 30 years of being in this industry. And in the beginning, it seemed that hairstylists as a whole were on the same page with respect to wanting to play it safe and willing to put a pause button for a couple of weeks to see how it was all going to play out. But then the shiznit hit the fan and the whole world basically hit a brick wall. And the rest is history as you know it. And this is when the divide started happening and feelings started piling up. And this may be a tough conversation for us to have. And my intention is not to bust anyone's chops. In fact, it's quite the opposite. My intention for this conversation and this topic is to offer you some insight on how to best communicate with others during a time of crisis and how to be resilient when you feel like you're being criticized or blamed or devalued or not being respected and when to recognize when you're reacting instead of responding. And if you're wondering what the difference is between reacting and responding, I will get to that in just a moment. And as you make your way back into the salon, you may be faced with someone who didn't or doesn't feel the same way as you. You may have made different choices during this time. And now you may have to be around someone who maybe didn't like the choice that you made. And it's vice versa. And the same goes for your clients. But you know what? Life goes on. And if you don't let go of what might still be bothering you, you'll end up taking your hurt feelings and resentment into the salon. And that's not going to serve anyone, especially you. Instead, you're going to want to show up with a healthy attitude and mind because that is going to be the fastest way to help you get back into your groove. And I said earlier, today's topic and what I'm going to be sharing, it's not a hair skill. It's not a business skill. It's a life skill. Actually, I take that back. It's a life skill that you're going to be able to utilize in your business. So it's going to help you tremendously with your business. And it's another topic where I take a much deeper dive in my coaching course, but I saw the immense need to bring it to light so that you have a new tool in your belt that will help you in every single relationship and communication that you have. And I know this because my students tell me that their biggest ahas are the life lessons that I guide them in. I want to share this with you because I know it's going to make a difference. And like I always say, Hair Chair Boss is about you being in control of yourself. And lifelong success and abundance comes from you taking an inside out approach. Because at the center of what you want to create in your business and in your life is you. So investing in you is going to be the most valuable use of your time. And the point of today's topic is to help you release some lingering feelings that you might be holding on to, and most likely you're unintentionally holding on to them. And I also want to say that I'm not a psychologist, so this is not medical advice, but I am a certified life coach. 
and it's my life coaching toolbox that I'm opening up here. And so I just want to make this clear. So before I can help you move out of those feelings and emotions, I want to take a few moments to address what I observed because we need to identify where you may have been or you might still be so that you can let it go. And I'm just going to jump into what I observed. And I'm pretty confident that you have either been a witness to what I'm going to share or an active participant in some of these conversations. And it's not about pointing fingers. That's just a waste of energy. Again, it's simply an observation. So no matter where you stand on the topics of creating the home color kits for your clients or helping them figure out box color, giving them video haircut instructions or whatever else may have come up as possibilities to keep some part of your business going, there were a lot of opinions, a lot of input and suggestions and feedback. And some of it was very supportive and very helpful. And some of it got pretty darn heated. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And what I want you to know right now in this moment is that whatever your personal feelings were, what they currently are, they are valid because they're yours. They're your feelings. It's not up to anyone else to tell you how to feel. I don't have to tell you that when you're experiencing a feeling or deep in an emotion, the last thing you want to hear is that, air quote, you shouldn't feel that way. And you know what it's like when you try to tell someone else you shouldn't feel that way you know that's pointless, right? Yet, we all do it to one another without even realizing it. It's just part of being human. Welcome to human school. And I wanna shed some light on how to grow and evolve from what most of you have been experiencing so far. Because I really wanna help lift everyone up in this industry. And the best way for me to shed light and help you move on is to share what I observed and then offer you another way to communicate, another way to look at things so that you can maintain a healthy attitude that will best serve you in the end. So as an observer, this is what I saw. There were a lot of stylists voicing their concern and their ideas and their possible solutions. There were countless stylists sharing their emotions of fear and anger, maybe disappointment, disgust, some were courageous enough to share their joy, and then sharing their feelings of frustration and sadness and worry and concern. And what I also observed were a lot of hairstylists who were in total reaction mode, not in responding mode. And instead of empathy and sympathy and allowing one another to just maybe vent or share or to make decisions for themselves and their clients, there were a lot of opinions and criticism and blaming and shaming. And I feel that a lot of the replies were mere reacting and not responding. And this is why I knew that I could help. And as I said, there's a difference between reacting and responding. And here's the difference. Reacting is knee jerk. It's instantaneous and there's not much thought put into it. Typically, you have a feeling that gets triggered and without going into much depth about it, it's most likely that you have a habit of reacting. And most often, it's because a value of yours 
was being compromised or being stepped on. Just a lot of times it comes back to habit and values. <laughs> and that's reacting. And responding is when you take in the information and you pause long enough to consider different points of view, to consider where the other person is coming from, and taking that time to form a response. Again, it's putting thought and consideration into it. And what I'd like to encourage you to do is to practice responding instead of reacting. And you can start by creating a habit of pausing and then going through the rest of this five-step self-check-in that I created for you. And I'm gonna share that with you in just a few minutes. And this life skill is going to help you as you work your way back into the salon and behind the chair because you may or may not be on the same page with some of your coworkers or your clients or your salon owner. And if you don't know how to detach yourself from other people's feelings and their behaviors and their words, you're going to end up emotionally drained and physically exhausted and probably bitter and resentful. And who wants to go back to that? I mean, you have a choice. You can either bear the burden of holding a grudge and attaching to feelings that are weighing you down and suffering the consequences of that, or you can choose to set the tone for the way you are willing to step back into the salon and decide that you're not going to feed the drama, you're not going to take anything personally, instead you're going to breathe and let it go. And if you happen to discover that you tend to be in reactive mode most of the time, when you start making this five steps a habit, you're going to be a totally different person with respect to the way you communicate. And I don't have to tell you that being a better communicator is going to make your life a heck of a lot easier and happier. And there is a ripple effect from that. That is what gets me really excited about you adopting this and creating this habit. And the beauty of you being able to do this from the inside out, because that's what you're going to be doing, is that others will realize that you're not going to get sucked into the drama. And instead, they'll start to mirror your good energy. You probably have heard that like attracts like. And that's what's going to happen here. When you learn to just let things go, not take it personally, have a much healthier, happier attitude, people want to be around that. And the ones who don't because they just want to stay in their drama, well, let them go. Say la vie. And let's talk about your clients for, for a moment. Most of them have been super supportive. Maybe some not so much and some maybe have been a real pain in the you know what. And you're not even sure you want those clients back in your chair. I don't blame you for feeling that way. These are your feelings. However, the sooner you can let it go, the better. So with your clients, you're also going to want to practice responding because you're, my, you're most likely going to be faced with conversations, whether in person or via text, that might trigger a reaction from you and you want to refrain from reacting because how many times have you heard yourself say oh gosh I wish I didn't say that if I can only take that back or you second guess what you just sent in a text or posted on social media I know I've seen your stuff <laughs> I've seen you post something and say was this too harsh 
Um, so that's what this is going to help you with. And if you're feeling like that, like, was this too harsh? Oh gosh, I wish I didn't say that. You're having some kind of regret. That's because you reacted, which is a human being's knee-jerk action, like I said. And the key, the first thing, is to not take any of it personally and just be an observer, like I just was, right? Being an observer is going to help you stay unattached because you won't get attached to the words because as an observer, that's all they are is words. And those words have whatever meaning you decide to give them. Oh, that's a totally different topic. That always gets people, what? <laughs> what, is, what do you mean? Yes, everything has whatever meaning you give it. I'm not even gonna go down that road right now because I easily can. So let's go back to <laughs> you not taking it personally and being an observer. That is the best place to be when you are just reading something that someone sent you, whether it's a client, a coworker, someone that you don't even know, like in a lot of these forums. But here's the tricky part. When someone asks for feedback and you feel inspired or compelled to give it, ah, this is where it can become a slippery slope. So before you do anything or say anything, I want you to put yourself through this five-step self-check. Here we go. Now you're gonna wanna take notes. The first step, pause and take a deep breath. There is actually scientific research behind taking a deep breath and how much that just helps you calm down instantaneously. It can lower your blood pressure. It just, I don't even know what it does, but it does help. So trust me. I mean, you can even do it now. <sighs> Take a deep breath. The second thing is to validate their feelings and their point of view. Consider where they're coming from. And it's something like, I feel you. I see why you would do that. I understand why you want to fill in the blank. Again, it just goes back to validate their feelings and see it from their point of view. Don't get your feelings involved. That's a big mistake that people make. And that leads to number three. Identify what has triggered your feelings. I said earlier that it's most likely a value of yours that you feel is being compromised. And maybe it's this, I'll give a couple of examples. I feel it's not professional or it's against the rules, which means tells me that authority is probably one of your highest values. And that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing good or bad about it. Nothing right or wrong about it. It is what it is. And so that may be why you were triggered. So if you're one of those who felt like, yeah, don't do that. That's against the rules and that's against the law and that's not professional. Just recognize that it could be a value of yours that you felt was being compromised. Even though it wasn't you, it's not your decision, it's somebody that you probably don't even know in how many states away or countries away, but it triggered you. So just identify that is your self being triggered and don't put that on somebody else. That's yours to own. And the fourth thing is to think it through and decide if your response is truly to help them with what they asked for or if it's more for you. 
Meaning, do you just want to prove a point or declare your stance? If it's for you, I highly suggest that you refrain from responding because you're most likely in reaction mode. And quite honestly, you're not going to be helpful. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it, but that's the truth. And it's okay. You don't have to be helpful. Okay, number five is if you choose to respond, a great way to start your response is something like this. I kind of mentioned it earlier. I feel you. I understand. I also felt or I also thought or you're not alone. And the most powerful one, drum roll please, is that, you know, your feelings are totally valid. That is one that could really diffuse a lot of potential arguments or back and forth bickering. I mean, this is going to help you in relationships, period. (laughs) I promise you. It's helped me in all of my relationships. And remember, you can always choose to opt out of the conversation. Just move past it. It's that easy. It really, really is. You don't have to get sucked into it. You don't have to get heated. You don't have to get your feathers ruffled. I mean, you can really choose to be an observer. Like, hmm, that's interesting. I don't really agree with that or that's not where I'm coming from. And just move past it. Easy peasy. Okay, so by now, I'm sure you can see how easy this could be and how empowered you're going to feel as you up-level yourself. I definitely want to hear from you about the shift that you're making and the outcome that it's having in your life and in your business and your relationships. So if you're already in the Hair Chair Boss Hairstylist Facebook group, go over there and let me know what your biggest takeaways are. I mean, was this helpful? How was this helpful? What did you learn? What are you going to do differently? How are you going to show up differently? And let me know if you have a question. Please don't hesitate to ask. I am here for you. And if you're not in the Facebook group, look for Hair Chair Boss on Facebook and join the rest of the great ambitious stylists. There's support, there's inspiration, there's community. We'd love to have you there. And lastly, go to hairchairboss.com and join the Hair Chair Boss Insiders Club. You can find that on the podcast page and you will get instant access to the resource hub where you have action sheets and cheat sheets and checklists to help you step into being the hair chair boss you're meant to be. Thank you for being here and being willing and open to evolving who you are from the inside out. Please be safe, be well, and keep on making the world a better looking place. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Hair Chair Boss Podcast, and I would love to stay connected. If you haven't already done so, please join the Hairstylist Only Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash hairchairboss. And you can follow me on Instagram at hairchairboss. And you can find all the podcast directories that I'm on at my website, hairchairboss.com forward slash podcast. And if Apple Podcast is your go-to, please subscribe to this show. And I would be so honored if you left a five-star review and shared what you got most from this episode. And lastly, please share this show with other booth renter hairstylists you know, because the more successful we are as an industry, the more you will thrive as an entrepreneur. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the other side.